Oh, that's the that's the beer right there. That's the intro right there. <laughs> Welcome to Character Development. We appreciate your time, energy, and love, folks. I'm only half a beer in, but it's the evening time, and I'm with my boy Christian Cruz. Um, Christian, who the hell are you, bro? What do you do? That's a great question. Um, I feel like, oof. So right now I'm an electrician. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, damn, I feel like this question, I'm taking it too deep in my own head. So as a recent, I started my own business. Um, it's something that I just dedicated actually very recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been three months since I've actually started the business. So I've just been focusing on just like how to leverage the business. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's just what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So you 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 in your entrepreneurship yep. entrepreneurship journey and shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking um. Side note: Christian has also been my neighbor for approximately eight to ten years. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a while. I often think about the fact, like this didn't dawn on me until I asked you to do the podcast, and I realized too it was maybe part of the reason why I was always like a little hesitant to ask you to do it until I was more ready and had something substantial too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, um, it's like yo, bro. I'm realizing now I am the age you were when you like first met me, like almost a little older maybe, because mm. I was like what 13, four, I was like 14. Yeah, and you're like you had been like 20, 21 type yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so no, when I think about that, when I was younger, like I looked up to you, and I was like, damn, this motherfucker has his whole life, like figured out, doing all this, that, and the third. Then I get older and I'm like. He was growing up just like I was growing up. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't say I had my life figured out. I was just a dude that didn't know what to do with my life. And I was just trying different things. What were you doing in your early 20s? Early 20s? Um, I feel like I was just trying to... Best way I can put it is every door that I that I saw that was opening up for me, I was just taking it. So early 20s, I was just trying different things. Things that I was really interested in. So first it was like model. Right. Mm-hmm. Modeling got me into like photography. Then from photography, um, that obviously exposed me to like different like different people around my life that exposed me to like just the opportunities that I was in. So that was mainly like what I was doing during those times. But um, I was also partying a lot. You know what I mean? At your yeah. age, like at 20, 21, well, 21 and up, I was just partying until like I was 25. So like I was being a degenerate, like as you should be, you know what I mean? Yeah. But being a de- being a degenerate yeah. as you yeah, should be. as you yeah. should be but at that age i think it's fine because at that point it's like you know what i mean it's like i got to live my life at that moment but at the same time it's like just like you said you thought that i had my life figured out and you're like looking up to this person like yo he, this kid's probably killing it but at the same time i'm just clueless you know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's like you really don't know until you get a little older and you start realizing like the real opportunities that you have in front of you you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. so what's it what's it been like now like post 25 Oof. Honestly, right now, so I'm I'm 28 now, yeah. and like I've realized that like one of the biggest things and biggest changes in my life has been like just really staying focused and like um, focus on like how can I stay consistent with that one thing because I have this thing where it's like I feel like I'm multi talented in multiple things. Not to even like say that to to be like fuck it, bro. Brag nah, nah, brag I, I don't want to brag bit. too much, but it's just like. <laughs> But nah, seriously, it's like, it's to the point that it's like, I really just have to stay focused on the thing that actually makes the most sense. And like, for me, I feel like just with the electrical work, bro, I failed so much in my past. So it's like, you said you failed so much, bro. I failed so much that it's like electrical, electrical keeps calling me back. 
Electrical so, keeps calling me bro, back. Bro, it keeps calling me back. And it's for a reason because I chose that when I was even younger. Like, I, yeah. I used to look up to my uncle and this. My uncle, the reason why I looked up to him is because he used to flip cribs. Homie who would, would come in, he did all the renovations, like, when I first moved in, right? Um, You probably met him. I'm not sure if he did. But, yeah. um, so, like, he would literally come, he would literally buy a crib and he would just be the, his own handy. Yeah. And then he would he would add little aesthetics and then resell the homes. Yeah. So in my mindset was like, if he's doing this, what can I do to add more value to that? And yeah. I was like, let me do electrical. So that's kind of like how it all kind of just stemmed about. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, bro. <laughs> I feel like I'm like scattered and shit. Nah, bro. Take a, take yeah, a deep yeah, breath. Yeah, take yeah. a deep breath. You know what it is? I'm like, you know when you feel like you have cameras and shit? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You I don't know. And not nervous. It's just like the thought of it. Yeah, bro, man. the cameras ain't even here, bro. I know, I know. We're just we're just chilling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Fucking um, what's the what? Could you you tell me the story about um, how you first, how you first decided to 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 start your own business? Um, yeah, definitely. So, damn, I feel like I gotta give like very specific de- details, and I don't wanna go too deep with it, but. I basically worked for a company. It was called Stewart Electrical. They were based out of like Lawrence. Oh, I could believe that. You could. I could believe. But that. it's okay because it's like it is what it is. It's my past, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now you can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you, bro. You can add a little, little bleep to it. But anyways, um, I worked there for like four years. You want to come through? <laughs> you were invited originally. I know. It's just. You want to grab your stuff? Amira is also an entrepreneur, but yeah, she. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Good game. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Oh yeah. So I was talking about like how I um how I even started my business. Basically, um, so I worked for this business for four years. I dedicated all my time and I realized like how they were running their business. And like it kind of almost like inspired me. And I would always ask the questions to like everybody that I work with. I'm like, do you like do you ever have dreams aside from like working for somebody? Right? And they're like you know, most people would always respond like, you know, they were either too scared or too nervous to take that extra leap or they're just, you know, they'll talk about like, yeah, I wanted to be a DJ or like they'll just fantasize. And then every time I always ask those questions, I realized that I was never the same as that person next to me. So that I already knew that I didn't belong in this location, mm-hmm. but I just had to do my time because like with just in anything, just well, specifically with electrical, you got to do your years so you get your hours so you can go for your license. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So... To just forward it up, basically, I got laid off of my job um, right before Christmas, right before New Year's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then instantly, I was like, yo, that's what I needed. Like, yeah. Just getting the layoff. And that just inspired me. So, like, yo, this is my moment to take my chance and start my own business. So, that's kind of, like, how it all started, like, honestly. And, like, I knew I could do it. And um, I just kind of, like, I'm not going to lie, I'm extremely nervous most of the time whenever I'm trying to get certain deals. But it's just, like... I've started to realize like that is what you need to do is like put yourself in predicaments where it's like, even if you know what, even if you think you can't do it, those are the moments you shine the most because like you then surprise yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you really don't think you can do it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's really the moment that you're like, yo, I got this bro. Uh Uh-huh. One of my boys who's a, he was a, a college athlete, no longer a college athlete. Yeah. Um... And he told me, oddly enough, that the moments of, like, peak performance are actually the moments when you're not 100%. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You don't don't actually do your best when you're fully healthy, fully prepared, fully anxious. 
you actually do your best when there's something missing. Yeah. When you feel that level of anxiety. Have you, you felt you experienced a little bit of that? I feel like I experience this every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High performance, high anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I feel like the reason why I perform every single day is because, like, I'm mentally always, like, I feel like in my head, I can get anxious, but then at the same time, if I'm performing as in, like, working with my hands or just doing something that's productive, it almost, like, numbs my voice to the point that I'm now extremely comfortable, but then wow. it's always, like, solving problems in my head constantly. That's, that's kind of, like, I, I feel that. I feel that I have a, a similar ADHD where like even yesterday I, I reached that point where I'm like yo I just need to go do I need to go move like I don't care anymore I just need to go move you go move right like because Wait, how old are you again I'm 23 I'm 23 so all right you, you, there's a point where it's even gonna hit even harder yeah 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 <laughs> I do yeah I feel like you're you're getting it but I you know what's crazy is like you're doing the podcasting stuff which is awesome because yeah. obviously you're you're trying your best to network with people which is to me that's one of the biggest things in life is networking. Yeah. And I'm realizing that too, like it's just taking it to another level. So like for you, for instance, like what's awesome is that like you're already doing it at a young age and you're exposing yourself to people to the point that you could even keep reaching out to other people that are doing great things. And now you're able to pick their brains by just doing a simple podcast. No, know definitely, definitely. And now not only are you being able to pick their brain, now you're building a better relationship at that point. No, definitely. You know definitely. what I'm saying? So it's like, it's great that you're doing it at 23 because by the time you hit 28, you might've just unlocked something insane i'll have i'll have a i'll have a library of a, a large library of information to yeah. go through you know what i'm saying yeah i feel that that was that's kind of like part of the name too you know i i i see the end goal of this not the end goal but like one of the outcomes i know that as a person i will have developed and uh, upgraded you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and changed like because even right now you know i've just been gaining knowledge and gaining information from everybody yeah. i meet right and it's like mm -hmm. yo we we, we do this 52 times a year for a couple years, that's a lot of numbers, that's a lot of interviews, you know what I mean? That is. I have, I have, a, um, you, have you ever felt like, do you feel like there's anything gate kept about like being an electrician? And you know what I mean by that? What do you mean like elaborate a little bit? Like gate kept, um, it's like, what's the fucking word? So I, I had this, I had this thing. One of my friends, he goes to dental school. He goes to Harvard Dental School, by the way. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that guy. Um, nervous wreck of a person. It's hilarious. Um, but what you call it? So I was asking, like, what if what what have they told you about starting your own practice, your own dental practice? And they were like, oh, you know, it's better to it's better to go through somebody else's practice for a couple years before going into your own practice, so you can learn. All the things, experience. yeah, right. Sure. And the question I asked was, okay, again, I don't know shit about dental practices. All right, so with a grain of salt, I'm just a sus, I'm a suspect person. Is that true, or did they just say that to you to keep you out of the competition? You know what I'm saying? I um, feel like it's important that you just do your time sometimes, bro, and especially if you're yeah. doing it with somebody that's actually like really great. Because in my past, bro, I've worked with great electricians that are a lot smarter than I am. And you gain so much knowledge for certain people, especially for yeah. someone that actually wants to teach. It's crazy. It's like, I used to always say, like, I've always wanted to teach, but, like, not a classroom, but I just didn't know what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was always, like, a mix of, like, trying to inspire people, but, sl like, slash, like, teach. And I'm in a position right now where I could actually teach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, I think that's, it's huge. You know what I'm saying? I think it's huge to do your time and learn from somebody that really is passionate about something. Because, yeah. like, for an example, let's say if, 
somebody that you met right now that had a lot more experience than you have in just podcasting and they could put you on very specific details to level your podcast game up and not only gain just more knowledge on just audio yeah for instance right you can gain more let's say your audience base they can teach you how to market that's just a different that's a different tier you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i think it's important to even like connect with people that's why you have mentors that's yeah, the whole yeah, point yeah, yeah. i believe that's the whole process is having a mentorship i i like i'm still dying for that moment to have like a great mentor you know what i'm saying but at the same time i feel like that time will come depending on the on what you're doing what do you what do you feel is like one of the so one of my, my one of my boys <laughs> my boy jp breaks it down like there's the things you know you know, the things you know you don't know, and the things you don't know you don't know. What of the things that you know you don't know do you feel like you still need to learn? I still need to learn. <laughs> Bro, I don't know nothing. <laughs> I, I you know what it is? No, I know I know a bunch. I'm obviously like, I'm aware of what I'm doing every single day at my job, but I'm always questioning. You know what's one thing that I do all the time? Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I, I technically do have a mentor. So, like, there's a guy, um, there's an inspector. I'll just drop the name. I won't say where he's from, whatever. So his name is Dan. And whenever I have a question about electrical, Dan literally puts me on. I hit him up. I hey, hey, Dan, I have this situation. I'll send him some photos. And he replies to me. He tells me, hey, like, this is all you, this is all you need, whatever. The point is that he's willing to help me out because he sees the eagerness of me wanting to learn. He's yeah. like, yo, I love dudes that are, like, constantly trying to learn something. And that's all it is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, in all reality, I don't know everything, but I'm still in the process of learning something. No, no, you know for, what sure, I mean? for sure. Shouts Inspector Dan, yo. Yeah, shouts Inspector Dan. <laughs> that sounds like the 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 um is it recorded? Yeah. Uh, sounds like the fucking the name of like a like a FBI informant. Yeah, yeah. He's got know. like the large coat, bro. He's got all like the gadgets. Just fucking Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yo, I had a question, bro. I can't fucking remember now. <laughs> oh yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got? Yo, alright, fuck it. Nah, if you were a high school teacher, <laughs> what well, what subject would you teach? Math, and I'm probably not gonna. Nah, why would you teach math? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, That's the yeah, last yeah. one I'm picking. Nah, man, it's just like I I like the idea of numbers. I used to actually enjoy doing math. Like it was yeah, it yeah. was really fun for me during the time. I mean, I didn't. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I never really did well in school because I was like. I probably did have ADHD and I probably do have ADHD. Whatever yeah. the hell that means, bro. I can't stay still. Like that's just the reality of it. Yeah, so maybe yeah. it's you know what I mean? So for school, like I just my attention span was like not the best. So I probably could have progressed really well like if I actually paid attention in school, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't my strong suit. That's why I like I chose the trade, obviously. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um so but yeah, math would probably be my choice. Nah, that's wild shit. Yeah. Like that that reminds me like on the ADHD point, somebody like a whole a whole bunch of people are talking about this now. Um, ADHD is not a disorder, a attention deficit disorder. It's a it's a it's actually like a personality trait. Mm. Um, and the same way, for example, like you know, someone with an introverted personality trait, you wouldn't teach them a lesson a certain way, you know, because it's sort of the 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 question of like um. Like uh, incentive and response. Mm. Like certain people respond to different stimuli differently. You know what I'm saying? In- introverted people can get really overwhelmed really easily. Yeah, I feel like that's me. Cause like I'm not for nothing. I feel like I can relate to the introvert side of things. Like I, I, you know what's crazy is like I love meeting people, but then I hate being around a lot of crowds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. It's so weird. Cause like she, I, like my girl knows that all the time. I love to meet different people. Like, oh, what is it you do? I'm like, 
I'm like always amazed about somebody's life. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, there's yeah. a point where I'm like, oh shit, like I think I went too deep, bro. And like you start you start questioning yourself, like, damn, you know, now I kinda sound like a weirdo and shit. You know yeah, what I, mean? I don't know, man. It's just it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could definitely say I, I do enjoy like my personal space. Like I think it's really comfortable. And I I as you can tell, like I just like to create my personal space, my own comfort. You have a crazy personal space, yeah. like the both, like the both y'all together. Like I don't know yeah, how much no, of this she, is a, a combined. I can't house give you all the credit. No, no, I can't give you all the credit. That's her little. You know what I mean? Like she does her thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, it's funny because like we definitely um, like complement each other very well, and like we have like relatable relatable traits yeah. that we're just both like into a lot of things, and we just like to create. I think that's all it is, bro. And then we create because, well, for me specifically, I create because it just keeps my mind like. Just very calm, bro. Like, mm-hmm. And then just keep, like I just love being productive. That's all it is, bro. Yeah, you got very calm. I did. <laughs> <laughs> was, like, was, was it was it that funny? It was because like it was, like dude, like I really just did that, bro. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? No, 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 bro. I got I'm roasted really earlier today, bro. Because like, really just roasted me. No, 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 bro. My, my, no, 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 you good. The editor of my book. Like I was just, I suddenly sounded like a French professor, like on the phone. Yeah. I was like, Sienna. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was like, Daniel, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, ah, yo, my bad, my bad. I gotta, I gotta revert to the hood vernacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though, you know, nah, she not with it. It's funny, bro. You, you've always had a deep ass voice since I've like known you. You're like, I have, my voice doesn't match my face. Bro, it's crazy, bro. You've always had this deep ass voice. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? My name is Daniel. What up? You gotta go, we gotta hit it with the Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, bro, yeah. it's crazy. Nah, nah. It's so funny, man. It's funny. I have a I have a little ass body and a big ass, a big ass voice. But like you said, if you like meet my dad, yeah. it's the same thing. Little even smaller than me. I like I'm five eight. I'm a rather average height human being. Yeah. My father is short. Wait, five eight is average? It's like five nine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm not a tall guy. Yo. <laughs> got a big heart, you know what I'm saying? Got a big all heart. Right, all right. No, no, no. But his voice, his voice <clears throat> carries. Like, he used to be a pastor. Yeah. And he's one of those weird motherfuckers. Not even weird, but like, damn, bro, you just threw me all off. The whole room would just would just shut up when he talks. Like just because his voice just traveling and echoing, mm. it's scary. Um, what do you feel like is is your superpower? My superpower, jeez. Um, damn, bro, I don't really know, man. You know what's crazy? I feel like my superpower, I feel like I'm just discovering it. Believe it or not. What what is what is what is it starting to look like? Like even if it you could be wrong about it right now. I right? might be wrong about it, but just trying to like channel into like all the things that I've done, I feel like I'm really good at just like just like opening doors. But what I mean by that is just like what once I create something, I've realized that I'm able to to make something out of that and not to t- to attach it to money because like at the end of the day we're all working every single day like even this you're doing it you said that you want to be successful off of it you want to make money off of it mm-hmm. right i feel like whenever i create something i can make money off of it yeah but i feel like that is my superpower it's just being able to create something that actually has value mm-hmm. and i i feel like every time i've created something i dude i've from the modeling, I started it from the very beginning, just coming out of high school, being me, you know, being made fun of trying to get into it out of high school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was able to make money off of it. Started doing photography, just learning off of people that were shooting me too. 
was able to make money off of that. That got me into so much stuff. Bro. I was even like in clubs at some point. You were always hustling. I was always hustling. And I didn't realize that I was hustling like that. Like my brain didn't like really click until like as of very recently. Yeah. But like the point is, I feel like that is like one of my superpowers, just being able to just pick something up like a like a skill set, and then create value mm-hmm. off of it. And I don't know if that's just what the superpower is, but I feel like that that superpower is called entrepreneurship, brother. Yeah. Like, and and I say that like because um, I was talking to a, an alumni from my university. This dude has built multi million dollar like companies and mm. sold them, motherfuckers. That's and I'm just like. It's fucking, it's nuts, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I've never sold a business. Being able to sell a business is insane. Like, I've never <laughs> stood that close to that much money. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's always sick, man. And dude was telling me, like, yo, entrepreneurship is a is a trait. You could, you don't have to be the the, the starter of a company. Yeah. You don't even have to be the, um, like, none of that. It's all about, like, the that characteristic. Like how eager are you to to eat up information that interests you and become really skilled at it? And like how eager are you to just keep reimagining and reinventing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And less about just the like, you know, the specific like uh, starting a business. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. it. You're always just doing something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. You got any questions? Anything? No, nah, man. I, I'm kind of just building off of like what you're saying. Like, I just feel like... Starting a business is it's it's one thing too, but it's like it is another thing to like actually do something with it. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people are chasing this like entrepreneurship entrepreneurship world, but in like at the end of the day, like it's really not that like it's really not that easy to do, bro. Like I, the more and more I realize, it, like you really have to stay extremely consistent. Like, do you have those nights when you just feel that that thing in the pit of your stomach and you're like, holy shit, it's all going to fail? Yeah, no. Hey, <laughs> hey. I can't even, you know I can't even I, but I can't think that because then, bro, like yeah, at that yeah, point yeah, it all yeah, yeah. just, you know what's crazy? I've already failed. Like I failed, I, by, by your age, I was already failing. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Already fa- I've already felt the most discomfort feeling ever off of like failing off of like business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't want to go through that same feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't feel good. I felt extremely like garbage yeah bro i felt like i just like couldn't do shit bro like i felt like i want to just hide and shit at that point yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but now i don't know man now i'm, I'm i feel like it, life is kind of like putting me in a, in a position where it's like it's teaching me a huge lesson where it's just like i have to learn what i'm where i'm currently like where i'm at and what's crazy is this is a shift like Right now I'm working, right? But I also have to learn how to be a businessman. So like I can't be in the field. You can't do both things, right? You you're, can't be both. You gotta you're, learn. You gotta learn how to shift. You gotta learn how to be a boss. The shit is with me. I'm like too nice sometimes. Yeah. So I gotta learn how to be like not so nice. Bro. You're a very kind person. I am a little too nice, bro. Yeah, and which yeah. is fine. But at the same time, it's like if I'm gonna fire somebody, just know that it's gonna be with kindness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. Hey. You got, like, unfortunately, I can't let, like, you can't be here, bro. You have yeah. to, we can't pay your salary anymore. <laughs> we don't want to. I'm sorry. I don't know. But yeah, bro, that's, I don't know. I feel like I, there's a reason why I'm in the path that I'm at right now. And, like, it's, shit is scary to me. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a point where I'm going to have to deal with that shit. Like, mm-hmm. inspiring somebody. Like, that shit to me is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, on that, on that note, what are your, what are the goals for, for Cruise Electric? Oof. Right now, it's just trying to, kind of like what you're doing right now, you're networking, right? So you're constantly contacting people. Hey, do you want to do a pod? That's what I'm doing. So like, that's one thing that I've, that I've been doing as of recently. I've been trying to network as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already gained 
some contracts just off of just a simple fact of going off social media, right? Um, bro, I've listened to so many podcasts. The simple things that, like I say, Gary V says, right? You listen to this guy, he's always screaming on the mic, sounding like a maniac, right? One thing he's always says is reach out to people on social media. Just send out a, a message to several people. That's exactly what I did. I just messaged, I messaged at least 50 people, like contractors specifically, and I got two responses. Out of those two responses, that's fine. They're giving me work. That's all that matters. And if that's not working, I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling other contractors. So that's that's my thing. It's just trying to stay busy, and that's my goal as as far as what the business obviously is. And then obviously building, um, just being able to complete jobs and then actually put that on my resume. You know what I'm saying? And actually have good work to show for. Mm-hmm. So that's like my main goal. And then eventually get my master's, which is the next step. Getting my master's allows me to hire more people, then which allows me to be more oh, like shit. on the business side aspect. So there's a master's? Yeah, there's a there's just a journeyman. Which Whoa, is, there's like rankings. There's shit? like a ranking. Yeah, there's a ranking system. It's, like, right. it's almost like playing Call of Duty, bro. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Break it down. Yeah, break it down. <laughs> nah, so like, obviously you go through your apprenticeship program, right? So it's, you go from apprenticeship to journeyman. Yeah, so you have you do four years, right? Just like you go to college. Yeah. So you do your four years. Essentially, it's um, ten thousand hours of work hours. And then you do your 500 hours of school hours. Is that where we get the 10,000 hours? Actually, it's 8,000. Oh, it's 8,000? But then that's, that's 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 true, though. When you master, you say, they say you work. Yeah, 10,000 hours, 10, hours to master your thingy yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's actually 8,000. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's actually it's actually 8,000 because every, every year you gain 2,000 hours. And then you can then, let's say if you're going to school at the same time, you then can go for your your journeyman, which is your journeyman B. And what happens is once you take your license test and you actually pass it, then you just, you become a journeyman. Then you get your you get this little fucking thing that says you are a journeyman. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Little yeah. license. It says journeyman on it. That's it. And then after that, in order for you to start a business, you can start a business. Like I've actually uh, as a journeyman. Yes. But what happens is it becomes a sole proprietorship because you are solo. So technically, it's a, it's a, okay, you're an independent contract. I'm an independent contract. So what happens is I'd be like Christian Cruz Electrician. That's what like my name is if I'm running my sole proprietorship. So what happens is, obviously, if you want to expand your business, the rules are once you become a master, you're able to hire an electrician, a helper, but there needs to be a, like a one-to-one ratio. What? So I need to hire another journeyman, another helper, journeyman, another helper, journeyman, another helper. Why does this sound like some Sith shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you what? know Star Wars? Like, I don't watch Star Wars, but enlighten me on it. So in Star Wars, right, with the Sith, I'm such a fucking nerd. It's know? all good, bro. It's like a nerdy on other stuff, too. But I have no nothing. shame about it. This no, not Sunday, Sunday. Um, what you call it? No, no, no. So with the Sith, right, you can only have one master and one apprentice at one time. You know what I'm saying? And... I, I'm curious as to why that is. Like that you can all, you have to have a one to one ratio. Yeah. Um, but like with the Sith, it's so that they can control the fucking the distribution of power and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's probably it. There's a certain level of control had there. I yeah. can see that. I can see that because I feel like there's a level where it's like certain people are gonna take it so far, right? Yeah. It's just like, damn, I gotta go to school again to be a master to then start a business. Some people some people just give up on the process of even wanting to start a business. They just like, let me just work for the man that's paying me the amount of my nine to five. But then again, the, the, I mean, bro, there's so many tears to that. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, it went, I also think, too, hold on, to even, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I think it's even more important. Like we were talking about before, bro, it's important to to have somebody that is a master of what they do and having a young person 
literally following, understanding how to how to properly do something. Because at the end of the day, what we do is for safety. We don't just do electrical just to oh look at the lights. No, everything that our code is for safety. It's a safety code. We literally yeah, have yeah. a Bible with with a shit ton of information that it's yeah, just yeah, all yeah. a safety code to not cause any fires. Or to save the houses from burning down. Basically, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big safety. No, nah, no. Nah. Can you can Bible. you talk? Can you talk? Are you how passionate are you about that code? Um, I'm not insanely passionate about like the cold book itself, but like, I know, like, I know, sir, it's not your Bible. It's not you. my Bible to the point that I know like every code. You're not going to live it. You're every not gonna article. Like, I'm not going to name every article. You're you know not going to swear that, to tell the truth on it. Uh, not, not entirely. But what happens is what I can do is I can always refer to it. It's, it's yeah. in my, it's in my van. So like I could, if I have a question on it, I can refer to it. You know what I mean? I mean, I know very basic things. Like if I'm wiring a house, I mean, not to go too, too deep with it. If I'm wiring a house and it's a bedroom, I'll use a 14-2. In your head, you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? But that's just a standard for just a bedroom, not a bathroom. I could wire with a 12-2. I could just run one circuit and wire the entire space with just that one circuit. Now, what happens is there's different amperages for these circuits. So a 14-2 is a 15 amp, then a 12 is a 20 amp, and then it just continues going. So a 10 would be 30 amp, a 40 would be number eight, whatever. I know the very simple little, Okay. you know what I mean? Like, I guess, but yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. much things, like we said earlier, there's so much to learn in the process of doing podcasts. I'm not the, <laughs> there's so much to learn in the process of just doing anything no for there's real. always so you're, you're constantly learning some shit i have a, i have a question something because i took away two really big important things from your your one of your earlier statements yeah it was the comments on apprenticeship and then you know i definitely don't think it's on some revenge of the shit shit that they do that that they do that and it probably is on some like fucking um bro you can think deep with it though i feel like it's you can you can conspiracy theory anything. it is it is you know what i'm saying but it's like not nah, you I, i'm glad you bring in a positive argument for it too especially because you make me think about the fact that and I, I wonder like to what extent the the um the apprenticeship model just is lost in general in terms of like the value of having like a one-to-one mentorship with somebody mm-hmm. who is just non-familial relation to you but they're a master at this thing and they will like teach you how to do it. Like the importance of having like, like, like we love our parents. And I mean, when I say fuck our parents, like take that not very seriously. Yeah. I mean that and they're like, they can only ever do so much to raise a human being. You know what I'm saying? It does take a village. And th- what role has like just generally having like your mentors, like even your uncle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, just in your life in general and like what is that done for you that's a great question bro like even the way they put that um i feel like the biggest mentor of my life honestly has, has been my mom because my mom like not for nothing she has been my mom has been like a single mother and she did so much i mean i can go for hours talking about my mom. but there's no podcast could be about my mom to be honest um but shout out to martha yeah yeah shout out to my mom and i don't think that was working anymore is it is it still on you know i literally just looked at it like five minutes ago and it was it's not i can tell by the little screen it don't matter yeah, we can yeah. go off of this one um Wait, there's, a, there's a little button on like the front of it you want to hit it real quick like on the back on the back actually it's like silver is it the record button it's just not on straight at all oh, i might have died possibly uh yeah fuck it i'm not i'm not tripping we got this one. we got that one too that's cool okay. we got some footage on that one i just wanted that one for backup i'm saying this is the reliable thing yeah 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 Nah, um, to just build off of, like, my mom's, she's just been, like, bro, I feel like that's, like, what my personality is, like, not for nothing, I'm, I'm, I'm a very, like, 
positive person at all times. And I try to stay positive, like, all the time. And if I'm, like, ever down, like, you could definitely see it in me. But, like, I've always tried to find, like, the positive things. And, like, that's something that my mom always did. Like, I, I, but I never see my mom ever be, like, down in front of me in my face. Like, I never see my mom ever have, like, a, I mean, I guess I could see stressful days, but she always did, like, everything, man. She was always, there was always food on the table, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was always there to, like, but if I ever got sick, she was always helping me out. If I ever had an issue at school with, like, a teacher or something because I couldn't stay still, like, she was always, like, going above and beyond and, like, taking the initiative, like, I don't know, having, like, a meeting with, like, the teachers, like, shit, even like that. She would advocate for you. Bro, constantly. So, like, I'm very blessed to have, like, the mom that I had. And, like, she, bro, I, it's one of those things that, like, I'm, like, I really do appreciate. That's cool. <laughs> I think I'm, that th- <laughs> they could show up. She's like, yeah, I love your mom, too. <laughs> no, but not for nothing. Yeah, I can continue that whole conversation with mom. But, like, I don't want to get too, too, too deep in it. But, yeah, whatever. It's, the point is, is, like, it all comes from that. I forgot kind of like what you asked me to because like a whole little bit. The fucking the mentor thing, bro. You oh, can, the mentor. You can yeah. go deeper into about your mom if you want nah, to. No, no, but even like the mentor. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the mentor um, question though? My bad. Because it's like. It's like really just like, yo, wh- like wh- who are the mentors have been in your life? In my life? Yeah, yeah. Um, Like you can honestly, but hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, yo, one thing that happens on the show sometimes is we'll speed run through questions, bro. Let's pause real quick on that. On your on your on your mom for yeah. a second, and like, um, do you have any specific moments, any specific like stories that come to mind, where like you were like, nah, damn, you got yeah, my back, bro. I mean, <laughs> bro, I cause I'm I'm still sticking with electrical because that's what I'm doing right now, yeah. and like I said, it's just what it is. So when I graduated high school, um, it was actually my first job ever, right? And then my first job was working for a company called Interstate Electric. Okay. Now, I was actually getting paid $10.17. I remember this. Now, I didn't have my driver's license. I was still 17. Um, and the only way for me to get to work was with my mom. My mom would always drive to Barica. Now, I used to actually... Bill Barica. Yeah, Bill Barica. Bijerica. 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 Now, so um, me and my boy, uh, there's another kid named Christian that's also another Christian as well. Um, let's get confusing yeah yeah he used to carpool with me too but the crazy thing is that i would literally wake up every single day to my mom in the morning literally making me food take me to take me to work right she'll take me to work in the morning by like five by five o'clock and then like she would just do that every single day until i was able to get my obviously my driver's license but the point is that like there was never a day where she stopped. And then she continued doing that even through, like, once I, even after I got my life, she would always just make me food, bro. It was just insane. So it's just, like, one of the biggest things that, like, my, my mom was always just there to, like, just help me out constantly. And it might have been, like, probably, like, a downfall, too, because it it was just, like, she was always just trying to, like, guard me. But, like, that's just, like, a mom thing. But at the, and the, at the end of the day, like, yeah. she was just doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Did you, did you ever feel, like... Because, yo, you know what's funny, too? You were the only boy, right? Yes. So, like, I was definitely pampered, son. Definitely, <laughs> for sure. There was definitely a point where I, I kind of got everything I wanted, but at the same time, I didn't ask for, like, too much. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like video games, for instance. As soon as I got my Xbox, oh, I was hooked. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's another thing. Which did, is... did you ever feel like it was weird, like, just, like, becoming a man in a house full of, of women? Yeah. 
there was a point when I started gaining responsibilities when I had to pay some bills, yeah. And yeah, then, like, yeah. even now, like, it's, it's yeah, definitely. It just became, I just, I started realizing, like, the responsibilities and, like, having to make sure that everybody, everybody, everybody was good. Like, I do remember, like, helping certain situations out, you know what I mean, through, through just moments in life. Like, I was never... Mm-hmm. I was always giving back too, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. with like all the times that I did at work. Yeah, for sure, bro. No, definitely, definitely. But yeah, man. Fucking I got no questions right now. Eventually nah, I'll come up with something. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Fucking I feel like I should be asking you questions too, because yeah. that shouldn't be all about me, man. You what? Nah, yeah, yeah. What's crazy is like you told me about your upbringing a little bit too, but like what was like what was like where like where were you actually what was your upbringing it's like, were you here in Lawrence when nah, you grew up? Nah, you nah, weren't, nah. right? You said Pennsylvania, right? Or something? Fuck no, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, not Pennsylvania, Ohio. Ohio. Ohio, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. What the oh, fuck is what? in Ohio? What the fuck? Um, nah. So it, it goes like this. How'd you even come here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I mean, how'd you land here, bro? It's been a journey, man. That's so. insane. Born in the Bronx, <laughs> New York. Um, somehow spent the year. Wait, you were born in Bronx. I was born in the Bronx, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go from the Bronx to Ohio. So I, I spent I spent like one weird year in the Salvation Army where we lived in this weird village in upstate New York. Yeah. I, I kind of blocked that memory out, you know what I'm saying? But, Do you remember though? Like, oh yeah, I remember. That was a weird time. The Salvation Army was weird. Those were weird people. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them like, it's a fucking commune for religious folks. Yeah. Like... You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone around you is out here worshiping Christ and doing all these missionary shit. They're all very good, like, moral people. Like, they were nice people. But yeah. Just... I'm a hood rat. So, <laughs> that just, it didn't, it wasn't very compatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, by, like, in my heart, I was only, like, four years old. But in my heart, I was too wild to be there. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and like, we got... You already felt that by that age. Like, yeah. you can't relate. I wanted to go fucking be a nut job. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then we moved to Ohio, I think, when I was, like, five, six. Mm-hmm. Moved. We lived there, like, Hamilton, Fairfield, Middleton, um, like, Essex, like, Butler County shit. It's 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 weird. It's different. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's just... There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing. There's just nothing. You got to fuck yeah. with the, um, the best... In- they have one of the best inventions, though. I forgot what they're called. But they're like drive through um, convenience stores. Ooh, that's pretty fun. You know what I'm saying? You just pull up in your car and you just get whatever the fuck you need to get. I feel like that's like the worst invention for a high person to pull up to. No, no. You don't the think perfect, so? The perfect invention. What do you mean, bro? You don't know what you want. You that's what I'm saying. You like, take a minute. Nah, they're going nah, 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 to stop and be like, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, you gotta come in decisive, or else yeah, you're gonna bro. hold up the line. That's why, like, when you pull up to like a McDonald's, they keep it very simple with the dollar menu. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very, it's very. Now it's basic. the one, two, three. Yeah, bro. Now a convenience store, there's too many options. I bet. You know what I'm saying? The only convenience store, I'll be walking around too long. <laughs> yeah, like you know yo, that's another thing. Like, for one, you walk into a convenience store, high shit, you're already walking, you're walking, trying to figure out what you want. Imagine trying yeah, to order yeah, some yeah, shit yeah. from like a drive-through. You'd be fucked. But yeah, I don't know, man. Cause the thing about the thing about Ohio though is you gotta drive everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Everything is far away. Like I really like living in Lawrence too. Cause when I was younger, but we just walked everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything was only ever a twenty minute walk. That was never nothing crazy. In Ohio, you know, a twenty minute walk is like an hour walk. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to get to the same place. That sounds like Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Florida. 
the Midwest, all them Southern states, they really be like, should be spread out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, fuck, we lived out there. Mad crazy shit happened out there. Wait, so. how old are you during that time, though? Like, so, tell me, like, age. So I was there, I was there until the age of 11. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Then we moved to DR. You went from Ohio to DR? Yeah, I went to That's Ohio. That's a wild From shift. Ohio to DR, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And out there, and the thing about Ohio, too, was funny, was that, like, like out there, I was Mexican. Like, <laughs> you light skin, bro. Man, they fucking um, nah, cause they also too is like at that time, like they just thought if you spoke Spanish, at least where I lived, they thought if you spoke Spanish, you was Mexican. What? Like, cause they they it was just like <laughs> a funny racial perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Wait, you said Ohio? Ohio. Oh, yeah. I can see that, bro. That's definitely yeah, yeah, a stereotype. Yeah, 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 Come yeah, on, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're talking about DR. Nah, 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 nah. Ohio, Ohio. They thought I was. They thought they. Bro, thought. that's like the common thing when you like. I remember playing video games, and then all you hear in the background, shut up, you little Mexican, you little beaner. Like they yeah, instantly yeah, referred yeah, you yeah, as yeah. like a beaner, a Mexican, bro. Like that's just what it was. That's still one of the funniest racial slurs to me. What a beaner? A beaner? I know. That doesn't like, even sound disrespectful. <laughs> nah, dude. Like, what even is that? Like, um, <laughs> fucking yeah, I eat beans, bro. It's a good source of protein. Like, what are we talking about? You um, fucking beaner, man. What you call it? Um, you talking about Ohio and then moved to DR for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we was in New Hampshire for like. I moved back to Ohio. My mom was in New Hampshire, and then we linked up in Lawrence. Mm. Um. And yeah, bro. The year before I moved into to your mom's house. Before that, I was in my aunt's basement. Really? Like, yeah, we we was we was huddled up in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this was my bed over here. This was my mom's bed over here. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. You know what I'm saying? Really? And I was like, yeah, bro, it was just a wild time no, in was, my life. Did and, it like I that shift that you're saying right there, like? Was before you moved into your aunt's spot, like, how were you living before that, though? Like, did you have, because you just described, like, the space. Like, did you have a space before? Like, when you were living in... So, yo, I, I keep it a, keep it a stack with you, yo. From from when we moved back from DR to the States, yeah, there was, like, maybe a good four months. Where I was kind of just drifting. Like, mm-hmm. as a human being. Like, I, I had, I was living at my cousin's house. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was it. That's not my house. You know what I'm saying? I was a guest. And then after a few months, we moved to another cousin's house. You know what I'm saying? And again, just a guest. Mm-hmm. Lived there for a couple months, moved to another, and that in third, right? And then eventually we landed in my aunt's crib for a full year. And she's like, nah, y'all, y'all live here, all right? Until y'all get a spot in this city. You know what I'm saying? And your mom hooked it up. Because my mom was working at the clinic um, that your mom was a manager mm-hmm. of at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. She blessed, yo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're here. And yeah, bro. Fucking. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if you would describe that as a as a form of homelessness. I think some might. But like, I don't know. I was living with family. So I was like, you know, yeah. I'll yeah, be but good. it wasn't like the best, like, um, like circumstances for sure. Like you were in a situation where it wasn't like a comfortable living. But no, that's, that's insane. I, you see, bro, like even that, like even what you're saying, like right there, I feel like. My mom was in a right, she was at the right place at the right time. I mean, like, meeting your mom, too, so giving me the opportunity. Because, like, yeah. when she moved into this spot, I think my mom just had got this spot. Yeah, If I'm yeah. not mistaken. So, it was, like, perfect timing. You know what sucks, bro? Like, 
Bro, talk, go, not even to like divert too much with like the introvert you shit. You good, you good. I, there's one thing I do regret is like not connecting with you more like growing up through like yeah yeah in, in life just in general like even through we were nervous people man I mean I don't know about you I was a nervous ass and I was too you know kid. what it is bro I need I need people that are like aggressive like aggressive of wanting to like talk to me someone is like it's weird bro like I'm I'm always like talking like always down talking to myself so like if someone really is interested like they're kind of like applying the pressure on me so then then i'm like comfortable but i always hate kind of like the chasing thing or like, yeah you know what i'm, I'm the same way i'm the same and way. it's weird so that's probably the reason why like yo if me i wasn't probably inviting you because i'm like he probably doesn't want to come yeah and, and in my head i'm like yo man I, you he, say, probably, he probably just want to hang out with a little ass kid you know what i'm saying yeah. like shaking yourself out and shit for no yeah, reason yeah. it's just weird bro but nah man it's i feel like there's just different phases of life that you go through. And like right now we're in this situation. It mm-hmm. is what it is that that was what the past was. But yeah. I'm just glad to see that like, bro, like you are doing something that's something that you love, obviously. And this is For one sure. of those things that you do, that you do enjoy. Now, let's, can I ask you a question too about like your book that you're writing? Um, go ahead, dog. Um, what's the, what's like, I know you've already spoke about this, spoke about this before, but I'm just curious, like, what is it that you're actually writing about? And, like, can you tell me a little bit about, like, yeah, yeah just go a little deeper, dive deep, deep into I can, it. I can talk about whatever, man. Like, I, I love, I actually love talking about the book. Yeah. It's like, yo, bro, I swear to God, bro, I was reading no, that. You no, you, you should be hyped, bro. Now, is this your first book that you write? This is the first book I ever wrote. That you're going to, uh, ever wrote or, like, publish? That I ever wrote and I'm going to publish. I've okay. written stories and shit before, but this shit is, from the beginning to the end, it's a solid... It's a solid piece of work with like a whole thematic overview. Like yeah. I, I just realized what's it, like I already knew what the story was about, but today I realized what the story was really about. Mm. This is one of those things where it's like um like where Quentin Tarantino was like, you know what a movie's about. But then you don't know what it's about until you know what it's really about. In terms of like he was like, Oh, you know, this movie isn't really about this person getting revenge on them. Mm-hmm. It's really about a person trying to discover their missing love for God, and you're like, how the fuck did you get that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I just realized that how the fuck did you get that answer? Um, yo, what the fuck did you ask me, bro? I was asking you. <laughs> I just... <laughs> nah, I was asking you about your book. Give me a breakdown of like of your okay of yeah, just like your book and what you're writing about, and that's so nah, yo. It's um the the dedication on the dedication page. It says. To all the young men and women buried in the hood, and in my hood, you know what I mean? Because I remember what I was going to say now. I was rereading certain passages today for like editing purposes, and I fucking cried. Because one, goddamn, I'm nice. Like, I'm nice. <laughs> I'm nice. But two, you know, like, the, the actual emotional content, bro. Yeah. You know, I really feel and understand the level to which I'm actually processing trauma. Mm. You know what I'm saying right now through this book in regards to you know, I think when I was 6 when I was like 15 for like almost almost every year yeah. growing up in Lawrence somebody died. Like you know what I'm saying? Almost every year. And I remember those when I was like 16 there was the young man who was murdered by his best friend, got his head cut off. Yes. That was like a bat straight to my gut. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, I still live with that memory and it fucking like haunts me. 
just the fact that that happened to that young man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And being only like a year younger than him, knowing people who grew up with him, like being good friends with some of those people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like knowing you're only this far away. And it's like that shit really, the book is about like trying to process that. You know what I'm saying? But also pay homage and pay tribute to that. You know what I mean? Um, Cause fuck, bro. Like I'm sad. You mm. know what I'm saying? That shit. That shit. I I cry about it every now and then. Yeah. Like not even on some like oh my god like my girl left me oh nah like bro. I sit back and think about people who just aren't alive anymore, and I cry. That's you know deep, what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like fuck, bro. Why? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of shit that makes me flip tables, kick shit, wants to like punch people, look up at God and scream, why the fuck? Yeah. Um, not to get this, this is gonna no, really no, no. <laughs> well, no, I'm gonna Yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you serious? I think about death so much right now. Really does. I think yeah. about death a lot. Mm-hmm. People who are going through serious serious stuff. I I felt what you just said, I really felt that. Yeah. That shit it, you know, Fucking hurts, and I, you know, something I think about people like you and me, who are, cause I've been, I've been coming to terms with the fact, I'm an emotional person. There's no if, ands, or what's about it. I can be aggressive and very impulsive, yeah. and people think therefore I'm not emotional because a lot of times the emotion I express most is anger. Yeah. But it's like behind that, like bro, I'm crying, I'm laughing, I'm feeling so many feelings. Yeah. But it's like I feel like people like you and me, like we have to be the vessels. For like those memories, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's so easy for so many people to fucking forget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. It is easy. Cause then you get lost in this bro- of your own personal world. Honestly, there's so many ways to get distracted. It's like mm-hmm. endless distractions. Um, no nah, man, I honestly it is deep, and I I gotta say I I, I can relate to you being just in emotional states. I think that it's. Bro, I don't know, man. I from everything you're describing, I can definitely tell that like you really do care, which I think that's the most important thing. Like, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't. I personally can't even like describe like where you're truly, truly feeling. Obviously, like mm-hmm. just like your true emotions, but like it just seems very genuine. Like even well, the way that you're describing it, you know I, what I'm saying? I got a question. How do you feel? Like, yo, you know, we started the podcast on that question. It's like, yeah. how's it been post twenty five? Yeah. You grew up in Lawrence, bro. Yeah. You know, this sounds like kind of fucked up, but how do you feel to have made it past 25? Bro, I don't know. Life is interesting because, like, you don't know where... Like, bro, you could be in the wrong place at the wrong time, right? Like, it's, it's as cliche as it sounds, but, like, I just happen to always choose the right places to be, bro. And I chose the right people for me, bro. Like, I always chose... I always, I always, you know that gut feeling, like I always had, always had a gut feeling that something's not going to be right. Like I've been in situations where, you know, you go to like a, a party, bro, and there's something that pops off and like you just know not to stand somewhere because it's just, you can tell the crowd is a little bit more routed than you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Thanks, you know, there's, there's gunshots popping off and it's just like, I don't know, man. I just, I always chose the right locations to be in my, like in my personal opinion. So to, to, to answer your question is like. I feel very fortunate and I'm just fortunate that I always, I'm fortunate that I, during those times, I made the right decisions to just choose to be around good people. That's what it is, bro. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, 
let's say if I grew up in a certain hood where it was like just hood stuff, whatever that means to you, you know what I'm like saying? Like 24 7. 24 like, That's we, what I'm we, saying. If you're yeah, influenced yeah. by that, you're going to be influenced by that no matter what. That's what you know. That's what you breathe. That's what you live. That's why, like, I'm fortunate going back again to, like, even my, my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom just showed me, like, good things constantly. So, like, same thing, like, bro. Like, Gerard, like, me and him would always be, that was my homie growing up throughout my whole life, basically. And we chose to be in the right places. We chose to not deal with, like, certain you know, gang, like, whatever, like, thug shit, like, you know what I mean, we didn't want, we didn't like fighting people, we didn't want to be a part yeah. of gangs, because that was huge back in the day, bro, everybody yeah, wanted yeah. to be a part of a gang, I mean, I used to dress like I was a part of a gang, I used to think I was thug, but I wasn't a thug, because, like, bro, yeah. look at me, like, I was, not- <laughs> I used to think I was gangster, too, and then, bro, like, and like, I'm, I'm not gangster, bro, I used to shop at, like, fucking Fresh City, rocking the long tees, you know what I'm saying, Fresh like, City, is that the spot on the corner of motherfucking, um, it's on, it's like, off Lawrence Street, yeah, 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 yeah. it's like, I forget the other street that was off of it, but yeah, bro, like I, yes, like you, bro, during that time, everybody wanted to be a part of that lifestyle. Yeah, like, that yeah. was a lifestyle, but I just never went that far out. I mean, I did stupid shit to rob bikes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, you're a bad person. Deep inside, you're a terrible person. Deep inside, bro, I felt like I felt like I was the coolest dude ever, bro. You ruined somebody. I used to, bro, ruin somebody's life. This little kid that probably loved this bike, I stole yeah. your bike. Too bad. That's crazy. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know she's over here like, oh my god, what did she say? No, no, not for nothing. Yes, we, I did stupid shit, bro. We all did throwing snowballs at cars, whatever, bro. We're yeah, all yeah. trying to be bad. I've thrown worse things at cars than snowballs. Like what? <laughs> I've thrown rocks at cars. Yeah, you see, so he's he's bad too. Bro. I was delinquent as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the question that we, that you asked too, I kind of like whatever, kind of softened up a bit, but whatever. The it's point okay. is, yeah. The point is, bro, like. I just feel like I chose the right path. That's it, man. Yeah, and like, I'm sure you feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. Definitely. Because I bet you you don't surround yourself with people that are doing like things that, that are risking your life. And you're hoping that you're, the people that you choose in your life are not trying trying to risk it. You know what I'm saying? No, that's real shit. That's real like, shit. I think that shit's important, bro. Like I, I made that like, joke earlier about being a hood rat, but like I know real hood rats. Yeah. No, like, you know, bro. bro. You know real hood bro, rats. Bro, I definitely know. Like, it's just what? Um, and you don't want to be around those people. Like, very nah, quickly, bro. like... And it was one of those funny things where, like, you know, sometimes I felt like certain media I consumed made made hood rat behavior seem cool. Oh, hell yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? What? Once you're around hood, like, real people who are just like, wow, let, y'all are... Let me hit you with something. Not even to cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I used to love watching YouTube videos of Bloods and Crips just going at it. That was like my favorite thing. You didn't watch that growing up? You didn't... No. What? what the bro, that was like the best shit ever. They're doing like the dances and shit. And then the next thing you know, like, bro, they were just, you could just, it inspired people, bro. That was like yeah. the illest shit. I mean, honestly, just watching fight videos, backyard fight videos, like yeah, Kimbo yeah, Slice, yeah. throwing hands. Bro, that was, that was like, that was, that was during that same era. That shit is lit. Like that shit was lit, bro. And then you wanted to throw hands, bro. I, it's insane. It's like, it was, it was so cool back in the day, bro. That's yeah. why I like. That's what you probably seen a lot of people going during those during that even that phase. I mean, unfortunately, you still see it, but it's. I feel like crime. I can't say is is calmed down because there's always crimes in the streets. But I just feel like the gangster shit isn't as cool as it used to. Be. Nah, bro. People realizing too just how that shit is corny. Bro, it's mad corny. Like bro. unless you actually gang bang and you're ready then, to yeah, go to I fucking jail. It. Yeah, it's fine. That's cool. You bro. know what I'm saying? Nah, because it's the thing cool, is, it like, it's not even cool. I don't no. even think it's cool. No, no, it's not. But it, it's also like, yo, if you're really going to gangbang, you yeah. better really be down shit. with the shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You better really be prepared for the consequences. Yeah. And I feel like motherfuckers, at least in my generation, 
who try to put on that persona are realizing I'm not with the consequences. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because they suck. Yeah, Why yeah. would you want to go down that route? Um, Yo, I, this is this is what I have to say, because earlier I was kind of like feeling a little tense, and I'm like, my brain is just like... It's cool, bro. Yeah, it's cool. So this is what I'm going to say, man. Like, to tie back to like even like my job right now, because I feel like it's very important to like express it. I feel like it's... My like my results that are currently happening now. My main goal is to like yes inspire the young kids. And I hope I can get to that level where I can inspire people to like yo don't be ashamed of choosing a path of just working a trade. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if that trade is also gonna help you build on the thing that you truly love, then do that as well. Cause not for nothing, the trade can pay you a lot of money. Just depending on how. You know, it just depends on how you uh, approach it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you could always use those funds to fund the things you love. And it's very important, bro. Just for instance, like, I'm sure you're doing this to a point that you do want to inspire some people, bro. You no, that's that's the goal, man. You know, like, I think it's huge. I know. I know for me, like, honestly, it started as like a personal development project because I felt as though I didn't. I still haven't acquired all the skills and knowledge I need or that I, I think I need to to obtain the things I want, particularly lots of money. Nah, <laughs> nah I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm no, really... I, I get you, bro. Yo, you don't, you don't come from much. I get it, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, and then yeah. the, it doesn't help that you have social media and then you're trying to like, you start scrolling, you see motherfuckers in their life and it's, it's, yeah. it's frustrating, bro. That shit's frustrating. Trust me. No, definitely. And it's so frustrating to watch. One thing, though, I, I think I've come to learn more about myself, though, and one of my mentors. That's someone closing the door upstairs. Uh, you hear it down here. It's so weird. Trust me, bro. I don't get it. I'll, it's the wind flow or whatever. <laughs> I'm not to extent. I, I have a few themes I think I'm going to capture throughout the course of my entire career. You know what I'm saying? And one of them... I feel like it's public access to information. You know what I'm saying? One thing I've always felt like is that I have just this large reservoir of knowledge Mm -hmm. that I'm never going to use. No mad shit that is rather pointless. Um, (laughs) But somebody has to, you know, take some value out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And I I feel like also, too, this is also part of why I asked that, that question earlier about gatekeeping. Yeah. Right? When I think about academia... I think about gatekeeping. The mm-hmm. fact that I gotta pay seventy. <laughs> Hold yeah. on, I can't. I can't be giving out specific numbers. Well, no, you can bleep it, bro. It's this is a conversation between me and you. So then, whatever you say. Why? It's not even me paying for it, bro. It's it's scholarships. I'm lucky though. I have a full ride to university. Word. But I actually, you know that. Why is it that motherfuckers need to pay seventy thousand dollars a year to access information? Yeah. And to access mentorship, and to access networking, right? Networking, I can honestly, I can understand. That's okay. Why. You can pay for that. Yeah. If you go to like a mastermind, you're paying for that because you're surrounded by people that are literally masterminds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so but all the other shit, I'm like, yo, especially when I think about the internet too. Yeah. We're, we're reaching that point in our society and for a lot of things where a lot of things I think are going to become decentralized. Mm hmm. Um, and one of those things is, I think, going to be knowledge and information. Yeah. And I think that's where I come into play because, you know, and that's also why I think small businesses are going to be booming, right? For sure. Because 
maybe 10, 20 years ago, you had a small business, you were limited for the most part geographically. You know what I'm saying? You only have access to your state, perhaps. Yeah. Right? A mirror can get fucking people in fucking Beijing watching her... Pay art, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Posting her art on social media, whatever. It's endless. It's 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 endless. It's seven, oh, I won't say endless. It's about seven billion. Yeah. You know, or eight billion people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That we now have access to mm-hmm. without the um the boundaries of space, without the boundaries of time. You know what I'm saying? Um, somebody in fucking Bangladesh gonna call call you for a painting, gonna call you for some fucking electrical. I right, probably not. But it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Y'all fly over there right now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, yo, because I think I was talking about with my boy earlier. Y'all know who Andrew Schultz is? Of course, bro. That's the Come God. On. That's Come my on, boy. Um, I love how you love him too, bro. That's like, I can't, I know. She cringes, but like, yeah. that, that's low key. Yo, yo, Andrew, if anything, bro, I'm gonna, just, I haven't stared at the camera all day, but that's my man curse, bro. That's, that's just a fact. Bro, honestly, I'm going, <laughs> she's like, what? I'm gonna fucking nah. slice this out for, yeah. for a little Instagram bro, reel. Man and we're gonna crush, tag bro. mans out here, bro. Yeah, no, you have to, you have to. Andrew Schultz, Man Crush 2023. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I was like, yeah. yeah, no shorty. Whenever I bring that up to a shorty, uh, there's never any positive response. Not that there's any positive response, what? but there's always the cringe response. No, nah, bro. Oh, uh, Andrew Schultz. Hold on, no, no, no. That's not worse than uh, Andrew Tate. Yeah, you heard that. We just hey, got canceled. Andrew Tate, come on, man. We, we love you, bro. Yeah, no, at that point, you lose everybody. As soon as Our show anything. just got canceled. Yeah, instantly. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that man, yo, he posted some shit about Ramadan, and yeah. my boy was very, very upset. Because he's like, yo, don't do that. Anyway, anyway. Like, don't use religion... If you're using religion to look like a good person, don't do that. Yeah. Have respect. I mean, um, but fucking what you call it? Andrew Schultz, he did something really incredible where he fucking, he bought back his Netflix special. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And what he kind of did was prove a point about independent media and not an independent media, but independent Small business yeah. and entrepreneurship, where I always ask this question: Who owns Twitter? Fucking Jeff Bezos or the people who fucking use Twitter? Yeah, and obviously it's Jeff Bezos yeah. or you know whoever was before that, Jack Dorsey. Um, but when we consider I think it's Elon, now that one's like, oh, not Jeff Bezos, Elon. Yeah, fucking, Elon. I got them mixed. It doesn't up. matter. Elon, one of them rich motherfuckers. Yeah, they're all fucking billionaires, right? Right. Um, is it Elon or is it the people who use Twitter? And now it's Elon because he's taking back a lot it's of both. Co- it's both, bro. They make they make it popular. You know what they I'm make it possible. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I asked the question because we we reached that, and I think Andrew Schultz is is like indicative of the fact where like now what happens when the creator is when the when the employer is also the employee. Mm. Like when the creator is also the distributor of the yeah. content, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because before Netflix has the rights to the streaming, you know what I'm saying? The record labels have the right to the albums, all this, that, and the third. But now it's like, yo, what Prince was talking about and like owning your masters, yeah. you know, that seems more possible yeah. in today's internet era than it did a couple decades ago. Yeah. 
So the thing is with him, you got to think about it too. So he was in a position where he already gained like a fan base. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and not any comedian can do this because in most cases, most comedians chose a route of Netflix because they're already, they're buying them out and they're giving them X amount of money. So let's say if it is like a $5 million deal, Andrew Schultz probably was like, All right, I have $5 million on the table, but I could take my chance with, let's say I have 10 million followers. I could at least get 50% of these people to buy my, my special. He's still making that five mil, and then Netflix isn't taking a cut. He's taking, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he's he's making his money off of his his fan base. So I feel like it's it's huge. Like yes, that's very important. That's actually one thing that I'm like, I'm 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 focused on too. Like even for business wise, I realize that like not for nothing. I understand the the power of like social media. Like mm-hmm. you know, I, even bro, I feel like my brain is constantly like blowing up with like many ideas, but. At the end of the day, like, you really have to execute, like, what that thing is. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the way you can scale a business at the end of the day is, yes, like, having a presence. But your presence can't just be, like... No, yeah. Any, it can't be boring. You need to have some sort of how-to something. Or, like, just be very... Like you said... You need to provide value to value, Extreme value. Like you said, you have this brain that has a lot of different yeah, information. Yeah. But that might be valuable to other people or it might be fun to even, like, listen to. Just because you might bring something that's different to, to the norm. You know what no, I'm saying? No, no, exactly. So yeah. it's, like... Bro, at the end of the day, like, social media is so huge, but at the same time, it's becoming so saturated that it's like the money isn't like it used to be. So no, you no, have no. to be aware of that. So it's it like, needs to, you need to be able to diversify and have a, a valuable product. Because the thing is that, yeah, Andrew Schultz does comedy. Yeah. And he provides, because that's also high value. Yeah. Comedy is high value. Yeah. People love to, <laughs> to laugh, bro. People love, people love being made fun of, for one. That's one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, because at that point, it's giving you a little bit of, like, attention. Some people love attention. Mm-hmm. And it's just what it is, bro. Some people love that shit. So it's like, imagine going to his comedy show and you get called out. You're like, oh, I'm that guy that's getting called out right now. I'm, I'm, ro- I'm getting roasted. I'm getting roasted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One thing, though, I got to say is that what I respect the most and, like, I genuinely, genuinely respect is the fact that he has such core friends that are like, yo, bro. And the fact that he's putting everybody on, that is the fly shit ever. Like, if you're able to, like, have such great friends and also, like, help them grow as well and then give them the opportunity. So, like, for example, you see Mark. Mark um, recently got into the crew, right? Mark Gagnon. Yeah. But the thing is, if you start watching, if you start listening to the pod, you start realizing that he also has his own podcast and starts interviewing other people, which is sick. Then you have, um, what's the, 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 the videographer dude? What's his name? Alex. Alex. Yes. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have Alex. He has his own podcasting yeah. studios. Like he rents out on the side. But he has his own production, like, production company and shit. Which is flat, but that also comes from Andrew Schultz. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. But I bet you he's making money on top of that somehow. And if not, that's even flyer that he's like, yo, that's all, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? Then um, you have Akash. He's obviously a comedian, but then he's giving them the, the leverage of being on the show for one, obviously. And two, that helps him with ticket sales whenever he promotes his ticket sales. You know what no, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can see it sometimes. They put it on the little ads. Like, whenever the ads come up, Akash will go and say, hey, I'll be in such a city. But, boy, it's just it's, com- it's constant leverage for all his boys, which is super fly. And I think it's very important to do because at the end of the day, you sh- you can't do nothing by yourself. At the end of the day, you have to do it with others. Like, right now, I'm very fortunate. My son and my girl is like, I met a unicorn to my business, and I'm glad, and I'm doing my best to, like, make sure I fulfill everything that he needs. But at the same time, I'm just making sure that we're also having fun and it's a good environment that we're both learning and just having a great experience overall. And I'm also exposing him to people that I was able to to get as a client 
and also giving him an opportunity to build with those people as well. And I think that's beautiful because there's no, bro, you should never feel like whenever you start feeling, seeing people that get a little like, like self-conscious, like let's say if you introduce me to somebody and I'm making a better connection with this person. And then now you start feeling that type of way because I'm making a better connection with this person at that moment. That's what you think, at least in your head, you start feeling like a little insecure. Like, why the fuck did I bring this kid around? Then it's like, you know what I'm saying? There's people that are like that, bro. There's people that are like very egotistical. Very resentful. Yeah, bro. And it's like, I'm starting to realize like none of that shit really, bro, none of that matters, bro. At the end of the day, it's like, just try your best to help people out. That's all it is, bro. Nah, one of of my boys, I love this expression he uses, you have to lift as you climb. Yeah. So like, as as you're climbing, you know, pick up. Facts, yeah. um, Nah, your one thing I like, Damn, brother, I forgot. Nah, go I've ahead, had bro. too much beer. <laughs> I only had one. Honestly, though, I, I did have a couple drinks before I came. Before, now you're good, man. Um, what you call it? No, yeah, yeah, I know, I know what it is now, yo. I often have felt as though we don't, especially in Lawrence, like we don't live in a culture no. of, su- of support. No. You know what I mean? One thing I was thinking about when you were talking was something one of my mentors told me. Um, not going to say his, his, his name. His full name, yeah. we just gonna call him Frank. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, who the fuck is Frank, right? <laughs> to be Frank. To be Frank, right? Um, what you call it? This guy Frank, right? He 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 hits me with this, with this question. He's like, Daniel, you're the fucking CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, alright, whatever. Um, and then he's like, all right, you got two very qualified candidates. One of them is your boy. One of them you don't know. Who do you pick? And I'm just like, damn. Stuff work. I think I'm going to pick my boy. And he's like, welcome to how representation and businesses are created, right? And it's sort of like, you know, he's a person of color. And his take on, oh, you know, in the past, people of color don't get hired into certain jobs because of racism. It's like, no, it's not because of racism. It's not because they don't like you. It's because they like themselves more. In the sense where, like, they're trying to keep it in the family type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, white people want to... It's not... I'm pretty sure there are cases, many cases, where white people don't like a person of color. But it's like, ah, nah, I honestly just want to look out for my own. And, you know, we see that all the time with, like... um, that's kind of actually pretty true to me because that's kind of like how I feel. But at the same time, I kind of like the diversity, though. We do like the diversity, and it's an important fucking thing. But it's like, yo, if I have to choose between, like, a white electrician and you, yeah, I'm gonna pick you. Where? Because the other thing too, because <laughs> you one, you my boy. Yeah. yeah. And I want to give you my money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then I gotta give you pushback because I can think of a white electrician that I fuck with, and like, and yeah. I can think of like. A black electrician that I'm like, that's my boy. I'm, I'd rather go with the white dude because he's just, there's, he's there's, loyal. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, knows his yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's down. You know so it's like. There's boundaries and limitations. There is, there is. Because if you do a shit job, yeah. you just do a shit job. Yeah. But I think about it in particular where like, in terms of long-term planning, where like, no, granted, I still, if you are a professional, I do not discriminate against your race. Yeah, yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you that. provide a good fucking quality service. service. Yeah. But it's like, yo, especially if I know, like, I want to build 
How about this? I, w- I want you to build your business. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to hire you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I want to see you flourish, then I know that I need to participate mm-hmm. as somehow in your business. You know what I mean? Whatever sure. that looks like. Right. Um, nah, yeah. Do, how do you feel about the culture of support? Like, I think, Lawrence? No, nah, I think it's huge, bro. It kind of goes back to, like, even the, what I said about, like, the, ins- the inspiring um, concept, too. But, like... I don't know, man, if I could ever get to the point where I could help people out in Lawrence, even to like, they don't even have to work for me. Just like, yo, get out there and just do it. I'll give you, I'll give you the, the main key to, to get out there and start your business. Like the way I started it could work for everybody else, bro. I swear I, I unlocked, I call it my cheat code, but I think it's just what the cheat code of life is. It's just doing like, it's just what it is. So like, I'll give you an example, and I'm gonna break it down. So when I got laid off, um, first thing I did was I went to the gym. I started playing ball, right? I came across one of my homies, and he's been laid off of his company for several like months, right? And he's like, "Yo, bro, we're starting talking about work." He's like, "Yo, bro, like I wish I could just stay consistent because I'm getting unemployment, and almost I could also get paid on the side, like side jobs." I'm like, "Boy, you can do that shit." And I did one of these things where it's like. You know when you start self-reflecting, when you start telling somebody something? And you're like, damn, I should take my own advice? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did exactly that. So yeah. I'm like, bro, why don't you just start like hitting people up like on social media or calling people? You know, I'm like, what do you want to do, motherfucker? Like, that's literally it. So when I got laid so I actually wasn't laid off during the moment. I'm kind of fucking up the timeline. I wasn't laid off during the moment. As I'm giving this kid this advice, yo, two weeks later, I get laid off of my job. And yeah, it's like, yeah. light, bro... I swear to God, things happen for a reason. As, as stupid as it sounds, it just, it does. And that's exactly what happens. I got laid off. And I'm like, let me use my own advice. I started contacting people, kind of like how I told you before. I wrote a certain phrase, basically showing myself in a message. Hey, my name is Christian Cruz. I'm a licensed electrician, um, um, licensed and insured. Um, if I could be an asset to you, to you and your business, um, and we can build a partnership, uh, please message me back. Something very, like, simple but like just somewhat professional. And I literally copied and pasted that to several contractors. And the way that I did it was, I typed in Boston contractors, hash, it was a hashtag, hashtag <laughs> Boston contractors. Then I looked up all the videos of all these contractors that popped up, popped up on my Instagram. I'm just scrolling, oh, I've never done this one before. Click, hit paste, sent. Did that to several people. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And this is something that you can take as value for yourself. Let's say if you wanted to contact somebody that you wanted to interview that you, to, me, to you may seem like too far-fetched, you could do the same thing. Yo, my name is Daniel. Um, I'm in, you know, I can relate to you because maybe we're, you know, I'm writing a book. I would love to pick your brain because you might be a great mentor to my life. Whatever. Whatever it is that you want to write that doesn't make you sound too corny. Whatever it is. To you, you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> no, you, know, no, you, you, you know what I'm trying to say? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So basically, this is exactly, that's the approach that I took. And then, like I said, I got responses from that. And now I have, out of the Instagram responses, I got two contractors that I, mm-hmm. that I for sure work with. Now, there was a time where it got slow, and that pissed me off. I'm like, yo, I don't want to have a slow day. So what I did was, I got on my phone, I looked up areas, so I Googled, you know, um, Reading, uh, general contractors in Reading. Uh, I would literally call every contractor. Hello, how you doing, man? Uh, my name is Christian. I'm looking to see if you guys are hiring any electrical, uh, electrical contractors. Um, I just started my business very recently. Um, the guys will literally have conversations with me. Some guys will have like literally 20 minute conversations telling me about their lives. And some, bro, it's crazy. It's almost like I was like a fucking therapist telling me about their whole, 
situations and what they're going through, but like also giving me advice about business. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, they're like, yo, I'm I'm too busy, but like, trust me, bro, there's mad work out there. To the point that I just found as a, I was actually last week, just found a contractor that literally to me in my head changed my changed my lens. Because not only did they give me opportunity, but they're giving me constant opportunity. And that's just off a phone call. So what I'm saying is if let's just say the people that I've called before, just because it didn't work out for me during that time, it may work out for you mm-hmm. if you make that call. That's all that that's all it is, bro. It's just a phone call away, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Think about that shit. It's crazy. And I almost you know what fucks me up? It's like I I used to do mo- like when I was modeling, I would always go to like different agencies. I always get the nose, but I, I there was a point I stopped, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if I would have just kept going, I probably got something out of it. But yeah. that's what the reality is. It's like there's there's like lessons to this. So every door you open, there's always gonna be there's always gonna be something that's stopping you. So how do you get past that thing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, bro? You you constantly are going through these blockades, and this yeah. you could always get past it. You just gotta figure out how you get past that blockade. I, I get very frustrated with some of my friends because. I don't believe there's any fucking problem we can't solve. No, there's a like, problem. There's a, there's a, always a solution to it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can and and that's what I like. I, what I meant earlier when I say like, I just want to see shit happen. Yeah. Like I know there's a way for it to happen, so just make sure. it happen. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like yeah, yeah. No matter how much blood, sweat, or fucking embarrassment has to happen, like, you know what I'm saying? The goal is way more important than than ourselves for sure like you know what i'm saying then like our pride or like our shame mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and also too where it's like yo a lot of the things i think we we think are connected to our pride or our shame aren't like there's no if if you let your like your insecurities stop you or your your introvertedness stop you from making those phone calls and making those those fucking um sending those messages. Yeah, I'm a bitch for calling people. Yeah. Like you're, you're you're just telling yourself you bring yourself down. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's really easy to beat yourself up and find a reason Very. not to do it. Very you know bro, what I'm saying? The best example is like going to the gym, bro. How do you how just try starting going to the gym. Like just be committed to go to the gym, bro. Like it's so like, hard. Just get up and do it. <laughs> it's so hard, bro. It's the hardest yeah. thing in the world. But you know what's crazy? It's so easy for people to start on nine to five and then stay committed to that nine to five. It's the easiest thing because you're like, yeah. oh, I have to wake up, I have to go to work because I will get fired. But yeah, then you yeah. can't do that for yourself. That's the craziest shit in the world, dog. When like I, think about that shit. When That's my, crazy. One of my boys just ran into this problem. It's wild. Because bro. like he had, he had, he's a leader in a in a in a project and organization. Yeah, I won't get into too many details, but essentially, like somebody quit because they felt like they they weren't getting enough credit or they weren't putting in enough. Like they're like, "Yo, this person is putting in less work and they're getting more credit," and I don't like that. Hmm. And he explains to him is like, "Yo, he's the closer. Yeah, he's the fucking." He hits the 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 game winning shot in the 2016 finals mm. versus the fucking Warriors. You know mm. what I'm saying? He's the guy who takes you home and wins the game. He can play like shit all three fucking quarters. Yeah, yeah. Don't matter. Fourth quarter, he wins the game, right? And that guy always looks a little better. But the point is, is that even my friend as the leader isn't getting the fucking credit. If anything, he's getting fucking shafted out. But of then it. he probably is getting the credit because he is the leader. At the end of the day, let's if it's let's say if it's an organization, 
and you have somebody that's outdoing you at the end of the day that looks good on you no matter what he's he's one of them um nah that's a that's a fair point that's a fair point but the idea was that yo putting he's not getting the the the, the spotlight like you know what i'm saying he's not he's not getting the game winning ball yeah you know what i'm saying right. um the way he's, he's bro he's not Le, he's not lebron i get you bro like he's he's fucking he's marcus smart like you know what i'm saying gotcha and yeah. the homie is jason tatum yeah but then the other homie is not jason tatum yeah like you know what i'm saying um it's like bro he's jason tatum give him the ball just give him the fucking the ball. odds of him making it in it's it's a fit it's like you could say it's 50 50 but it's at the end of the day like in your eyes People watching Jason Tatum play is like to use like eighty percent. Like the percentage seems a little higher than yeah, what it is to Marcus yeah, Smart. Yeah. Marcus Smart is a little wild with the ball. He's not really that consistent. But he's he, the glue. He's yeah. the reason that team is together for sure. And he's the he's the one who. Puts, he's actually the, technically he is the leader. He's he's the, he's the leader. You know what I'm saying? He's not the the best player on the floor. You know what I'm saying? He's the reason those guys fucking stick together for sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's like the homie. The, what my friend explained to me was that this person who quit, what they were after was the external validation. They wanted the credit instead of the win. The win, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I forgot why I even brought this shit up, bro. No, I, I mean, what you're saying to me is, like, you. I feel like, even going back to, like, the Andrew shows, like, for example, everyone in this team understands that they have a role to play and you have to understand what your role is in a situation. So I think that's what it comes down to. The end of the day is like you're surrounded by certain people and you have to understand your role. That's it, bro. Mm -hmm. Like Andrew Schultz is clearly the leader. He's the head of this. He's the one that runs all this. And then there's a trickle effect. Everybody has a role, bro. There's a videographer, videographer. There's, you know, you have your comedian friends. There's certain people that talk more than others that have more knowledge than others. It's what it is. You have to understand like what your role is. That's it. Like, I've, I start to realize that I know I'm not the smartest person in the world, bro, mm-hmm. but I know that I could probably meet somebody that's a lot smarter than I am that could potentially work for me and that could help me win even more. And that, that to me, would be even better because yeah. that person probably is too afraid to run a business, let's say. But if I could put money in his pockets to run the business, that's all it takes. It's, it's about, okay. It's the balancing act where, like, yeah, yeah. no, I feel the same way. Like, yeah. And I, I want a partner like bro, that, like a business bro, partner. Bro, I can say this about you. Like, you yeah, probably yeah. are... You, I fucking hate writing. I hate it so much. You gotta pay... Just, I just fucking hate it, bro. Just pay me, bro. I got Fuck you. I writing, got you. bro. I can tell you to your face. Like, fucking... But then you love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You love say, that say it to my face. You get what I'm saying, bro? It's like, yeah, how can you hate writing? In your head, you're probably, how can this motherfucker hate writing? I just, I'm not good at it. No, I'm not. It's the easiest thing in the world for me. You know what I'm saying? But don't be see. Don't ask me to be a math teacher. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would never, that would never be my answer. Like, are you stupid? Like, that would never be my answer. That's how she goes. Uh, I'm saying, I'll do history before. Yo, bro, she's writing papers and she's like, I don't even know how I got like a 95. I mean, what do you mean you're not, you got a 95? You just, you just. I'm not so good at writing and bullshitting. It's just. It's just a thing. Yeah, you're probably the same way. You're like, yeah, I'm good at just writing and bullshit. <laughs> well, when my professor gave me a B plus on this paper, I'm like, nah, I would have given myself a D. But I, I was like, because like, you, you know what you could do. You know what I'm saying? You Yo, know you're just crazy, bro. And then bro. they're like, excellent paper. Can't yeah. wait to see what you do this semester. Yeah, like, bro. I wrote that shit 20 minutes before. Bro, she, she be hitting with the crazy shit. She's like, I don't even know what I wrote about in this paper. And there's like fucking like, a five-page paper. I'm like, dude, you wrote a five-page paper. If I wrote a five-page paper, I would be able to recite the whole goddamn thing. Like, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know, in my head at least, because I'm overthinking every little word I'm typing in. 
You guys are probably just finessing everything. I don't freaking know. I'm just like, da, 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 da. when you're a good writer, it's like easy to bullshit things. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, this is, this is great value. So for an example, I'm not a good bullshitter, right? I'm like a little too honest. So I got to find somebody in my business that's like a great, bullshit. they can bullshit all the time, bro. A deal, a deal and that's person. fine. A deal person. That's cool. Uh, listen, I'll get you the opportunities. I'm good with that. I can figure it out. Bro. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And there's people that are great at both. You know what I'm saying? Those are like unicorns, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Those are people that really stand out that are great. Whatever. But I feel like everybody has a role, bro. That's what it is. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it comes down to, man. So, I don't know, man. I, 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 life is interesting, bro. There's so many different things in life, bro. Oh, shit. We got like an hour and a half on camera. Wait, wait, wait. Nah, that's good, man. Fucking, um... We I want to wrap it up with one with one, damn, I had I have two questions but I can't remember one of them. It's okay, so ask the first one. I might fuck it up. <laughs> no, nah, that's just cut off, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I don't know. You could, I could I could flash your toes real quick, bro. No, nah, bro, I got some nice ass feet, but we can't do that. Start our OnlyFans with toes and shit. Hey, yo, <laughs> bro, that shit will probably get hits. <laughs> that's funny as shit. <laughs> Yo, that's a little weird though. I ain't gonna lie. Can't do that. You imagine that shit? Just getting rich off we my talk feet. About it all the time. Just getting not, rich. Not we. Like me and uh, my girls. Uh, <laughs> He's like, what goes on down here? <laughs> crazy. It's like, babe, take a picture on my feet. Go. Was that good lighting? Yes. Have the cat like near Yo, it. I'll be watching commercials. Yeah. And I'm like, this is porn. Because. <laughs> what? Bro, hey, where are you going? Bro. When when Lululemon when I saw the Lululemon commercial I'm like this is just ass yeah because like but you have to have that I guess. like yeah, but then no the thing is that Lululemon is acceptable what gets me fucked up is when I see like a shoe commercial and I'm like this was designed for people with foot fetishes <laughs> like because that is that is not that is not comfortable for me you know what I'm saying so that has to be like extremely appealing to somebody else that has yeah that like, has you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have like a crazy foot fetish. There's some people that are like wild with that shit. There's some nice toes out there, but like, bro, <laughs> no, 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 bro. There, there's an extreme, bro, because you yeah, can yeah. just admire something for being nice. Yeah. Like I, I heard Andrew Huberman. You ever heard of Andrew Huberman? Of course, bro. There's a lot of Andrews out there. There is that are surprisingly extremely smart motherfuckers. Oh, Andrew Huberman on the Andrew Schultz yeah. fucking the Flagrant Show. He talks about like fetishes are often just like counters to repulsions. So mm-hmm. feet are gross. So therefore, people would like feet. I know that's weird, but it's like usually we have fetishes about things that are usually like repulsive. You know what I'm saying? Or not okay. Can you relate to that? Because I definitely don't relate to that. I don't know. Yeah, feet? I don't know. You can make yeah. a lot of money with your feet. You really could, though. It's I've just, done some research. There's some interesting <laughs> cats out there, bro. People will literally pay you to like go to the bakery, pick up some donuts or some little cakes or something, Ooh. and make videos of you like squishing them in between. Ooh, your toes. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. That shit sounds lit. Yo, not for nothing, you ever seen the girl Breadface? Oh my god, not Breadface. I love that girl, bro. She fucking is incredible, bro. She grabs a loaf of bread, places it on the fucking table, and just goes to town, bro. <laughs> fucking good. She doesn't, bro, she doesn't even say a word. She just smushes her face on it and fucking just. 
<laughs> nah, bro, you have to put a clip of Breadface Chick, bro. In this moment, you have to put the clip like this. I'm gonna find the clip. You have to find it, bro. I'm gonna find and the clip. then you, bro, it's incredible. It's All like, right. and this girl made a thing off of it. And the point is, this bitch stayed consistent, just throwing her face on bread. Bro, you can make money. You can make money. You can make money. <laughs> just be bold. Be, be bold. bold, bro. That's it, bro. It's crazy. Bro. Okay. To the question. Right, that's the question. <laughs> yo. Because I feel like this was an important, like, this came up a few times, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel you manage your ego? Oh, dude, that shit has changed, bro. Not for nothing, like, that's a great question. Um... It has changed as even as even like even for social media, bro. Like before I was like so lost in this like idea of just like me, me, me. And now it's just like it's not me, 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 bro. So to answer your question, I just try my best to just do something that I like truly, truly enjoy doing and just do it with pure like passion and just like let my ego like don't think about like because like before it was all about the social aspect of things you know what i'm saying and like now i'm just realizing like i just like doing like just enjoy life as of what it is just for the things that i truly love to do so like just some simplicity of going biking and hanging out with my homies going out for some drinks it's just like i don't know before it was all about thinking about social shit you know what i'm saying and that just i feel like that's that was the biggest thing for me. Like, I just realized that like, there was a point where, like, that's all that mattered. Like, oh, let's capture everything. Everything needed to be recorded. I mean, it's not a bad thing to do that, but I feel like I also threw my ego in there in a weird way where it's like I wanted to have all this attention in a weird way where it's like it's not, it doesn't have to be about that. I mean, I get in the beginning process, it made sense, but it's everything was so new and, like, it's kind of hard to, to, to describe. But now it's kind of feeling a little weird where it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. Just do what you do and then just capture it naturally and just be natural in every moment and just, that's it, bro. Like, so that's, I don't know. I don't know if I answered that question correctly. No, I think so. I, I think the answer was authenticity. Yeah. In terms of like, you stop trying to force yourself. Yeah. And just let it like, when it happened, it happened. Yeah. Type of thing. You know what yeah. I mean, I think that's, you know, that's a good way to characterize. Like ego, like ego is funny. We often talk about it like this thing that's separate from us. Yeah. Like, oh, there's my ego. It's like, nah, motherfucker, like you are your ego. Yeah. But what's interesting is like, what, what the fuck does that even mean? Because it's like, I don't know about me playing video games and like, I know I'm nice at playing car, bro, and I could talk shit about me playing video games. Like, I know for a fact, like my ego, I, I don't know, I. Like I said, it's like playing ball, bro. I can yeah. talk shit. Yo, guard up, motherfucker. Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? It's ego. like... I feel like the thing is, I feel like I ego know. ego is our way of referring to ourselves in the third person. Mm. Like, in this weird way, because, like, it's really just you talking, bro. Yeah. Like, nobody else is talking that shit on the basketball court. It's just you. But it's, like, the, this part of you that seeks to impose itself. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what we mean when we say egotistical. Yeah. It's like, I can be myself any point in time. Yeah. But it's like, at one point, am I trying to, like, prove that I exist or, like, put my existence on another person? You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, when you, the reason why talking shit is egotistical, especially in a basketball game, is because what you're doing is, like, 
You're trying to make sure that you you hold real estate in that person's mind. You're trying to you're trying to put yourself mm. in their head. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then why is that a bad thing though? Because but in, in basketball, but let's but let's say in the terms of like, I don't think it's always a bad thing though. I don't think it's always a bad thing, but I think it can be a bad thing. Yeah. And I think we generally associate it as a bad thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like we see so many. I see so many unegotistical people just get yeah. walked over all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, have more sense of self. Yeah, like, like be more confident. Like, yeah, exactly. I think that's what it comes down to. Yo, at the end of the day, I don't think ego is bad. It just depends if you're just being too extra, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's what it comes down to. Because I feel like if you're somebody that you're prideful towards something that you, you are, like, doing, I feel like that that shows confidence. That shows somebody that has the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you speak about whatever it is that you enjoy, I feel like there's, there's a value to that, bro. So I don't think you... I don't know, man. The word ego does does get tossed a lot, and it's like they say, "Check your ego." I'm sorry, that's mad cute, bro. I fucking love this cat. <laughs> no, she's an awesome cat, bro. She's great, man. Do you, Do you like cats? I like cats. Yeah. I like cats. Yeah. No, I, I like I like animals in general. Keep yeah. it a buck. They They're better than people. Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. The, the just that whole ego stuff gets interesting because yeah. it's like I never really. I understand it, but I don't understand it because it's like, when are you supposed to check your ego, right? Because mm-hmm. like, let's just say, if, I don't know, if you know you're nice at something, I guess you can't constantly be saying, I'm nice and nice and nice and nice. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just, it's excessive. You know what I mean? But there's times when you should compliment yourself, but I feel like that's just important. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like, if nobody else is, then who's going to boost your own ego? I don't know. <laughs> who's going to like, who's going to remind you? That you're still good at this, bro. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, like, bro, you're constantly beating yourself up. So why not at least, Remind, like, yeah, bro, you you beat yourself up more than you actually give yourself confidence. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. easy to beat yourself up. That's bro. real shit. That's real like, shit. It's, it's I don't know, man. I think that it's the ego shit comes down to if you're just constantly too loud. But then, bro, it works for some famous people. Motherfuckers are constantly too loud. Look at six nine. The motherfuckers mad loud. Yes. He became a snitch, and he's the got worst. His, got his ass beat. He like got his ass beat. But let's just say before the whole snitching shit, he was the most popular. Most, he was the most entertaining dude to yeah. watch. Damn. Now for nothing, his videos are incredible, and his ego is fucking to the enormous. roof. Enormous. Enormous. Same thing as Andrew Tate. Why he became so famous? His ego is enormous. But it's, it's, it's got to be like, nah, I, I, I feel you on that. There's got to be some psychological study. Like, we got to do some. I'm going to do some research on that. Cause that's that's a weird like you're right that's a a phenomenon, you know. Bro, what I'm saying? Andrew Schultz, your favorite comedian, ego enormous. But the thing is that it's almost like it doesn't portray it that way because he holds his own. Like he understands cultures, he understands conversations. He's also a great speaker. You know what I'm saying? He gives he, he knows how to. He's not ignorant, and he keeps balancing his life. He like his keep friends balance. keep him in check. Yeah, his friends, but like talking shit too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing about like an Andrew Tate or a Six Nine, bro, they don't have nobody checking him. They just have people kissing their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you have people kissing your ass and they're ignorant. And they're like, ignorant. It's true. They are. And then, they're ignorant people. You're going you gonna to turn into a shitty person. That's what it is. That's what happened with Kanye, too. Where it's like. He's ignorant. He's ignorant and motherfucker, bro, nobody. I don't think nobody ever told him to stop until it was like too late. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I think he, he did it on purpose and it was for whatever reason. I'm sure there's a reason to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what Kanye is doing. I, just I don't know what either, bro. But I just like, know shit is going on, bro. I don't I'm just know, like, no, no. leave this. In my head, I'm just leaving this man. Like, just leave him alone at this point, bro. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. him be. 
before. It's crazy that people still listen to him, though. Like, it doesn't bro, matter. I fucking love Kanye. Bro, I still <laughs> listen to Kanye, bro. I don't care, bro. <laughs> After I'm, all the crazy shit he says, yeah, you can still bump to him. It don't even matter. It don't even matter, bro. bro because... It's crazy. The College Dropout is still one of the greatest I albums of all time. time. I know. 808er Heartbreaks. I know. And then you had, like, The Life of Pablo, too. Like, that shit was an incredible album with all the free features, and he exposed all these great limbs in. That shit was beautiful, bro, and that shit dropped, too. Like, it's... Just don't pay attention to the other shit. I know. Mark <laughs> you know Twisted Dark. What is it? My, my, my Beautiful Dark my, Twisted yeah, Fantasy. My, my, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yo. But fuck it, yo. We we gonna leave it there. We, we sure, got a we sure. got a lot, yo. It was a pleasure. Um, Christian, Amira, yeah. any last words? <laughs> oh, that sounded like I'm about to kill y'all, huh? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, dude. Nah, bro. I appreciate you having me on the pod. This is dope, and um, just giving you words of encouragement, bro. I hope you succeed in many ways, whatever it is you do, brother. Likewise, right, to brother. you, my brother. Yeah, man. I'm gonna fucking um. What you got? <laughs> nah, on some real shit. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go into business together. I like that.